This is a breaking news animator's journey podcast episode because Marvel's VFX artists have voted to unionize. Now, why is that a big deal? It's a big deal because visual effects artists don't really have a union. So what's happened with Marvel? More than 50 visual effects workers at Marvel Studios expressed their desire to unionize and they filed their intention with the National Labor Relations Board. So if anyone else is more of an expert here and they need to correct me, definitely don't hesitate to do so. But I'm going to share with you what I know about what's happening and why this is significant. So the move to unionize comes after concerns of being overworked and underpaid. There is a sentiment that is not unique to Marvel as the VFX industry has long faced issues related to crunch, lack of job security, and other workplace challenges. And that's been documented in many news articles throughout the years. One famous example is we have studios like Rhythm and Hughes that filed for bankruptcy after winning an Oscar for Best Visual Effects. You also have articles all the time disparaging the use of visual effects, like in the recent Barbie and Oppenheimer movies, where directors want to intentionally distance themselves from the use of CGI and visual effects. Unknown reasons why to me, I don't really know why, but it used to be something that you would be proud of and there's a weird zeitgeist at the moment to say that they didn't use any when they actually did. So visual effects workers are getting it from all sides in the media and sometimes at the studios they work at, working long hours and working project to project, so having very little job security. So now that the workers have voted to unionize representatives from the union, the International Alliance of Theatrical Stage Employees will likely enter into negotiations with Marvel Studios to draft a collective bargaining agreement this agreement will outline the terms and conditions of employment, including wages, working hours, benefits, and other employment-related matters. Once that is agreed upon, that will be taken to the union members to be ratified, and that will become a binding agreement that the union will then enforce to Marvel. So what's the history here? Why don't visual effects workers have a union? So in the early days of film, the visual effects were done in-house at the production company level. There weren't independent studios that were contracted out. All of this was done in-house. In the late 1800s to the early 1900s, this was all done inside the studios. Famous films like King Kong in 1933, all of those visual effects were done in-house in the production studio. But once technology became more advanced, places like Industrial Light and Magic were able to specialize and become contracted independent visual effects studios with the production studios. So production studios began to outsource this work. So it created this ecosystem of visual effects studios that we have today, which are not unionized. So the Marvel studio unionization is a smaller segment. It's 50 plus artists where at a big studio like ILM or Framestore, you have hundreds and hundreds or even thousands of artists involved. But because this is coming from the top down, it's historically significant because Marvel is one of those places that would maybe traditionally do it in-house if we were in early 1900s or something. But now it has set up this situation and dynamic where we have multiple independent visual effects studios all fighting for a piece of the pie on films and trying to play nice with the production company to get the next movie and then get the sequel and on. They can create a difficult dynamic for the artists who are the ones having to do these notes where there maybe aren't pushbacks, maybe there aren't overages charged or paid overtime. All these kinds of dynamics can arise when there's not someone representing the worker and the benefit of them and also to 
mediate between the independent studio and the production company themselves. And there have been people who have reported these difficult working conditions, especially with Marvel. So while animation studios like DreamWorks and Walt Disney have TAG, they have their own animation guild and union. Visual effects workers don't. And there has been a lot of talk on social media and LinkedIn and places where people want a union. They want representation so that they can have better job security and other benefits that a union can potentially bring. Speaking of unions, one of the reasons why this could be happening now is obviously because of the writer's strike and the actor's strike. Part of the domino effect of those strikes is the fact that visual effects workers are about to have no work or less work to be doing because no projects are getting filmed or greenlit because of the writers and actors strike. Now, those actors and writers, they have a union that can help protect them. And also they have a fund to help during these strike times where visual effects artists do not. They will be the collateral damage of this kind of a strike and people are and will be losing their jobs because there will be no projects coming down the pipeline because of this strike. So it could be an advantage to also unionize so that artists can weather the storm when other upstream parts of production like writers and actors are also striking, that there is some stability in the industry as well for other people and that they're not just collateral damage. So let me know what you think about this news. Is it good news? Is it bad news? If you want help getting into this topsy-turvy sometimes industry and become a 3D animator, I have done that for many years and I help people do that as well. I've worked as a visual effects animator. I've worked as a commercial games animator, all kinds of stuff. And I've created a program that's brand new that helps people get there in an accelerated time frame because it's mostly for people who are trying to switch careers because that's something I did in my late 20s. And I know what it's like, the difficulties of life, trying to switch careers later in life. And so that's why I specifically made Animator's Journey for people like that. If you're interested, check out animatorsjourney.com and I look forward to seeing you in the next Animator's Journey podcast episode.